Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Get its first victory in what's been called the City of Champions. Welcome to TC Live. This year's Labor Cup being played at the TD Garden, where a combined 23 championship banners hang in the Raptors for the Celtics and Bruins. Big Celtics fan Nick Kyrgios in the house. Sir Bot himself, Riley Opelka getting set to go, and Felix Oje Aliasim all playing for Team World as they try to get their first victory against Team Europe. Welcome into our Santa Monica studios, Steve Weissman, former doubles world number one, Mark Knowles, coach to the stars, Paul Anacone. We are ready for Labor Cup 2021. We are leading you up to first ball from day one in Boston. We missed this event last year, Paul. So great to have the Labor Cup back, fourth edition. Oh, it's going to be amazing. But first and foremost, I think this is Mark Knowles liftoff in the studios. Big, big occasion. How nice is this? I mean, we're we're so nice. We're going to have a big Labor (laughs) Cup Mark Knowles party after this. But I tell you what, this is such a great event. It's been so much fun to watch this event grow. It's going to be electric in in Boston. Remember, they had to push it back a year because of COVID. So everyone's real excited for it. I'll tell you, it is so much fun to watch the individuals come together for a team concept. So much passion. And so much stress. I couldn't believe it. First time I saw it, Jimmy Arias said to me, are they going to try? Do they try? I said, you wait and see. Last year was off the charts. He couldn't believe how nervous the players were getting. Yeah, I mean, I think for a lot of these players, they look forward to it. I know after Wimbledon, I spent some time with Nick Kyrgios when he was training down in the Bahamas, and all he could talk about was the Labor Cup. That's all that really mattered (laughs) to him. So you mentioned he's a big Celtics fan. So he's going to love playing here. He's always played his best tennis at Labor Cup, which – has frustrated us at times, but (laughs) he's fired up for it. So, you know, and I think also the fact that Team Europe has all top 10 players, right? So there's nothing for for Team World really to lose. So I think it's going to be a very interesting tie. I mean, I think that they've got nothing to lose. It's it's going to be interesting as it always is. It usually comes down to the final match. Yeah, it, it always does. One point on day one, two points day two, three points on day three for all of the matches. So it has to go to Sunday no matter what. Roger Federer has been a part of the Labor Cup since its inception in 2017. He was a big part of creating this event. Unfortunately, can't play this year. But guess what? Hello, Boston. Roger Federer putting this tweet out earlier today. He is in the house, Paul. He is. He's in town. I said he got there and is happy to be there. I think he's, uh, what do you think, Knowles? He's probably a little disappointed he's not playing, but he'll, he'll share in the electricity. I told him that he's got to be unbiased now. He can't be totally all Europe. He's got to be part team. No? No, I think he's all team What do you think, (laughs) Nolsey? No, I think he's all team Europe. It's definitely a new role for him. He's going to miss playing, of course. He loves to compete. One of the greatest competitors ever is Roger Federer, but great to have him at least on the grounds and and maybe a bit of an inspiration for Mm. some of the debutantes on team Europe. One of the best parts of Labor Cup is getting to see whether it's Federer, Nadal, when they were coaching Sasha Zverev a couple of years ago. I mean, those little nuggets behind the scenes is what makes this event so special. We'll actually hear from Roger Federer later on in the show. We'll have an update on his health. But if you're new to the Labor Cup, here's a quick little introduction to what it's going to be all about coming up later today. The Labor Cup is named in honor of the greatest tennis player of the 20th century. Australia's Rod Rocket Labor. 
tennis superstars from Europe team up to take on their counterparts from the rest of the world. Rivals become teammates. Each team is made up of six players. Three of the six earn an invitation based on their ATP singles ranking, and the other three players are captain's picks. Matches are the best of three sets with ad scoring. In the event of split sets, the third set will be a 10-point tiebreak. Matches are worth one point on day one, two points on day two, and three points on day three. The first team to reach 13 points will be the winner. If it's tied after all 12 matches are played, a final decider match will determine the champion. So it's time to choose a side. The best on the planet. Rivals last week, teammates this week, all vying for the greatest trophy in team tennis, the Labor Cup. All right, did you get all that? I did. I did. It was, that was a very good breakdown, by the way. I went through the website. That was excellent. <laughs> the highest honor, Paul, to be selected for the Labor Cup. So without further ado, let's introduce you to both of the teams that are going to be playing in Boston. First, Team World. John Isner, Nick Kyrgios, they have played in all four editions of the Labor Cup. We've got two young Canadians, Denis Shapovalov, Felix Auger-Aliassime. They're the highest-ranked players on Team World at 11 and 12 in the world. Plus, you've got Big John Isner and Diego Schwartzman of Argentina. The Team Europe roster is stacked. All six players are in the top ten, including your U.S. Open champion, Daniil Medvedev. Sasha Zverev is making his fourth Labor Cup appearance. Medvedev, Rublev, Berrettini, and Rude all making their very first appearance at the Labor Cup. Always brings an amazing atmosphere, and Team Europe knows they will not be the fan favorites. The stadium is going to be maybe against us a little bit. Uh, you know, the crowd is going to be against us maybe a little bit, but we are who we are. We are uh, six top ten players sitting here. We are, um, a lot of us are in incredible form right now, so we do know that we are the favorites, and um, I think everybody's looking forward to it. Everybody's looking forward to the challenge, and... Um, We'll see how it goes. In the end of the day, we're here to, to hopefully win it again. Uh, Everybody is going to be against us. That even when Roger is playing, it's really rare. Uh, or Novak, uh, they were kind of against uh, them also. So that's, uh, that's nice to know, nice to be ready. Uh, because I think the toughest is when you're not ready and everybody's against you. That's when you can have problems. So we're all ready for it. And as everybody said, I think we're just uh, want to try to win uh, no matter what. To, get to play in atmospheres like this in Prague and Chicago and Geneva the buildings were just absolutely electric um, it makes you you know play really well and uh, go out there and gives you a lot of adrenaline it's just something that you can't quite replicate every other day on uh, out on tour so uh, we're going to cherish that and it goes without saying that we're going to need this crowd to be on our side big time I think this is our time. I think with the big three from Europe, obviously uh, sitting with injury and all, all that, I think this is our best shot. I think the crowd, I think we're the more well-known team, um, I think that the crowd will be right behind us and I think from the get-go the energy will be, will be right there. All right, let's take a look at the lineup for day one. Three singles matches, one doubles match. Paul, you'll be on the call 
For the first couple matches, what do you make of Casper Ruud and Riley Opelka out the gate? Well, Casper Ruud's gotten the better of Opelka thus far, but indoors on this surface, it is going to be tough for Casper Ruud to defend that big serve. I'm leaning towards Opelka. I think he's going to have a big day, and he's going to be hitting lots of dingers, as he likes to say. And that second one, uh, it's going to be an interesting one. I think a lot's going to depend on how well Berrettini serves. If Berrettini makes a lot of first serves, give him a little bit of an advantage, but FAA is in great form, very confident, and you can't count him out. So that one's a little bit closer to me. Yeah, I think the court surface is super important, too. Reports are that it's medium, slow, low bouncing. So that'll be interesting, right, with Riley Opelker against Casper Ruud, which kind of favors Casper Ruud a little bit, that the ball won't get too high on him, which would be interesting. Berrettini, to me, I give a slight edge. I, I think the hammer serve is going to be big. And I think it's really big, the Rublev match as well. I think Rublev has a big advantage there over Schwartzman. He's playing great tennis. So day one is always super important. I think it's important for Opelka to kind of set the tone if they are going to pull an upset. It's still only worth one point, so not a lot of movements really as far as points. But I think as far as energy and emotion, very important for Team World to get off to a good start. Yeah, obviously you want to get off to that winning start for Team World, who has never won a Labor Cup before. Plus, the captains, legends. On one side, we've got Bjorn Borg for Team Europe. On the other side, John McEnroe for Team World. Mac looking to get his first Labor Cup. As we take a look at, at the strengths and weaknesses for both of these teams, Team Europe, all top ten players, what do you see? Well, it's interesting. I mean, you know, to hear Kyrgios say they're missing the the big three, but yet they've got six of the top (laughs) ten still, right? So the talent and the resume is there, obviously, for Team Europe. But for me, there's inexperience. Four of the six guys have never played in the Labor Cup. And also one thing I'm looking towards is who's going to be the alpha male Mm. on that team? We're not really sure who it's going to be. Somebody, usually in a team atmosphere, you need somebody to step up. That's what I'll be looking out for. Yeah, it's interesting to watch the team dynamic and who does step up. Remember the last couple of times we saw the legends, right? We saw Rafa and Roger, and we saw Novak kind of taking that role. And for Team Europe, they've got to figure that out. And for Team uh, World, it's really interesting because I think they have huge question marks. When you have an Isner, you have an Opelka, and you have a Kyrgios, a lot of what happens is out of their opponent's hands. So for Team World, that's great because if Isner, Opelka, and Kyrgios play great tennis – they're really difficult to defend. So for them, I, I like that for Team World, those three big guys with three big guns and lots of weapons. And a lot of it's going to be about handling the pressure, who managed it. And you said a little bit of the inexperience uh, for Team Europe. So it'll be fun to see how the pressure kind of manifests itself out there. Uh, Team World, uh, they're, they're living the bot life. I mean, Riley Opelka, <laughs> John Isner, they've talked about it. Well, when you're a bot, I mean, it puts you in every situation. You could beat a top ten player, six all in the third. Same situation could come up against a 250 player, according to Riley Opelka as well. Is their biggest strength also their biggest weakness? Yeah, definitely. I think what Paul touched upon is exactly right, right? You've got tremendous firepower, but you've also got uncertainty, right? What if, what if the big bots are off a little bit? What if the Opelkas, the Isners, and the Kyrgios, who you're never quite sure what you're going to get? So that, that's important. And listen, hey, if things don't go well after day one, if I'm Team World, Hey, put on the jerseys you just got. Head to the TD Garden, turn that thing back into some hardwood, and play some hoops. <laughs> They've got the Twin Towers Why down not? low, Nolsey. Why not? That is for sure. Uh, by the way, all the teams got a Bruins jersey and a Celtics jersey right in front of their lot. That was pretty cool. Very nice. Very nice. Awesome to be playing in these stadiums. 20,000 strong expected at TD Garden. There's 17 banners for the Celtics, six for the Bruins. Can Team World get its first banner and a Labor Cup? 
We will hear from Roger Federer later in the show, plus much, much more on TC Live. Good news for another former world number one, what Andy Murray did for the first time all year, and some more highlights from Mets. You are watching TC Live from the Labor Cup. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. with a special fall edition for the first time. Tennis Channel has exclusive live coverage of the BNP Paribas Open from first ball through the singles finals. The ATP and WTA action from Indian Wells, California. Tennis Paradise begins Wednesday, October 6th. Cannot wait to get out to the desert. The fellas in Mets, France this week. Andy Murray into his first quarterfinal of the year, taking on Hubert Hurkacz, who's in his career-high sixth of the season, Nolsey. Yeah, it's been a terrific week so far for Murray, but you see that missed return there on the second serve. That was one of three break points he had in this eighth game of the first set, and he got frustrated because he really had an opportunity there. Hurkacz was a little bit off, was not hitting his forehand with a tremendous amount of confidence, but the thing that Hurkacz is doing so well is he's playing much more composed tennis. He stuck with it, was able to secure that first set, and you really felt like Andy Murray missed an opportunity in that first set. Hurkacz got the early break, very aggressive, big first serve, nice forehand. And one thing I really like about Hurkacz and watching his evolution, he's starting to serve so well at the most important moment. So a nice straight set win there for Hurkacz. Fourth semifinal of the season, that's the most in his career, taking out the former world number one in Andy Murray. Meantime, we got the American Marcos Giron and Peter Goyavchek. They both pulled off some big upsets this week, Paul. The American taking out Alex Dimonor and Gojo beating Corinne Hatchinoff. Yeah, a great week, and Marcos Giron continues to have a terrific year. Tough day at the office today. Played a great first set. Only lost three points on his serve. Second and third set struggled, though. Could not put any pressure returning. They had a lot of pressure on Giron. Serve got broken in the second and the third. He was trying to Mix up some of the locations. You see him back on the return there. But Goyabchek does a nice job when you give him space, gets up on the baseline and dictates. And that's what he did in the second, third. A good win for him. And a terrific week for Giron. Your UCLA guy, right? Yeah, he's right, been doing extremely well. He's trying to get his first semifinal. That's a new pressure, yep. right? Yep. So a couple guys punching their tickets to the semis. Herkoc and Goyabchek for... The German, his second of the season. The other one came in France earlier this year. Gael Monfils has taken the first set over Nicolas Basilashvili. That is streaming live right now on TC+. Holger Rune, what a year he's been having, taking on Pablo Carino Busta later today. Uh, back to Andy Murray, though. I mean, this guy has had a, a great week. First semifinal of the season, a couple of nice wins against Hugo Humbert. He's only dropped that first set. And then came back straight sets against Vacek Pospisil. What do you take out of this week for Andy Murray? Well, I think it's all positives. I mean, we saw that at the U.S. Open, right? The five-set loss to Tsitsipas, we felt like his game was getting better, but more importantly, physically, he was feeling really strong. And for me, this week, and watching him play, playing great tennis, I think he'll be a little disappointed today because ultimately he's the ultimate competitor, 
and I felt he missed an opportunity. He, his level was there this week. I think it just didn't show up today. The good news is, physically, he looks really good. Yeah, and you saw those opportunities to break early uh, in the first set, right? And a couple return points, atypically, where Murray's not getting the ball in play. That's what he does so well. But still a little bit shy on matches. But when you see him play like this, get to the quarterfinals, have a nice week, did well at the U.S. Open, hitting the ball extremely well. The only question for me with Andy is, can he stay healthy? You know, it's, it's a tough road. His tennis skills, look, they're off the charts. He's going to get it back if he gets to stay on the tour and play a bunch of matches. So let's hope we keep seeing him because he's going to get better and better. If he looks good physically, uh, watch out, everybody else, coming up in 2022 for Andy Murray. We're about 10 minutes away from getting out to first ball action, day one of the Labor Cup in Boston. The fans filing into TD Garden to see Team World take on Team Europe. First match, Casper Ruud leading the Europeans against the big-serving Riley Opelka. We'll hear from Roger Federer when we come back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Coming up, top of the hour, Riley Opelka and Casper Ruud. First match of the 2021 Labor Cup. The people of Boston... They are used to witnessing sports dynasties. Most recently, the Patriots of Belichick and Brady. And that's what Bjorn Borg is building on Team Europe. Three straight wins in the Labor Cup. From Prague to Chicago to Geneva. The Team World got very close a couple years ago. 13-11 was the final score. Roger Federer played a big part in getting that win and helped create this event in 2017 as a way to shine a light on the legends like Rod Laver and many, many others who paved the way for today's stars. As we saw earlier, he's in Boston to support Team Europe and gave a little update on his health. Rehab is going uh, really good, I must say. I've had uh, no setbacks. You know, every day is a better day. I'm feeling um, strong and um, excited for what's to come. I experienced it, of course, already a little bit last year, and I was actually surprised how somewhat easy it was for me to go through the rehab process because I know it's not everybody's favorite thing to do, especially as a, as a top athlete. But I think maybe after all these years of traveling, it's also always nice to be home, um, having more time for the family and, and other things. Of course, I wish I could be back on the tennis court as quick as possible, but I have to be patient. And uh, look, it's a, it's, a, it's a slower period right now. And uh, I got to take it step by step. And uh, so far, so good. So I'm very happy. Well, that is great news to hear from Roger Federer. So far, so good. He said no setbacks. The worst is behind me. What, what's your takeaway after listening to Roger? Well, my takeaway is he's the world's most optimistic man still. He's incredible. He's always uh, the glass is half full, which has helped him throughout his life and his career. And I think he's feeling pretty comfortable about this journey. He knows that Nothing is for sure, and at his age, he understands the difficulty of it, but he looks forward to the challenge. And look, listen to him talk about the, the bonuses of it. A little break from the tour, don't have to travel so much. Now I get to spend time with my family. You know, it's this kind of frame of mind to find positive things 
that really helps the great players on and off the court. And I think for Roger, this will pay dividends. He's not afraid of the hard work. It's just a matter of what his body does and when he tries to rehab. But I think he's got the right frame of mind for it. Yeah, the thing that stands out for me with Roger Federer is perspective, right? I've known Roger for over 20 years now, and I don't think he's changed from day one to, you know, in the prime of his career to now facing so much adversity, right? I exchange text messages with him quite often, and he's so jovial and upbeat, as Paul referenced. He's always finding a positive spin. So to me, perspective is the one thing that always stands out, and, you know, we get asked all the time, will Roger come back? And I'm never going to doubt Roger Federer. I think he will be back on his own time, and he'll be back just as good as ever. A little humble brag there, exchanging text messages uh, quite often with, with I like the great Ro- Roger, <laughs> Roger oh, Federer. No, it's a joy, though. It, it is. No, I mean, he's right. that good to communicate with, which is alarming, right? Like, who am I per se? But he is that type of guy. It's real. That's fantastic to hear. And listen, Roger said he wants to play the Labor Cup next year. That, that's one of the goals. When do you think realistically we'll see him before then? I have no idea because I I don't know what the timeline is in terms of the rehab. Um, He has such a good group of people around him, his doctors, his team, um, and and he's going to be very smart about how he does it. And I think he learned from the last time, too, not to push too much too soon. And I think the biggest problem for players, and look, this is all uncharted territory, right? When have we seen a 40-year-old tennis player come back at his level and be 100%. I think the challenge won't be to play great. I think he can play great, but can he stay great? I mean, can he do it all the time, the consistency level? That's the challenge. Paul, the question I have for you, since you know him at a totally different level, having coached him for so long, do you think that maybe playing at the French was maybe a decision that affected overall health at Wimbledon in the end? Um, I actually liked him playing there because he had so few matches. Um, I don't know if that was you know, paid, played a part in, in, in what, what happened at Wimbledon. And, but I think he did need matches. So I think those things are so easy to look back on Monday night quarterback. And that's the, that's the juggling thing, I think, with every great player, right, with Serena now, uh, with Venus, with all the aging players, also with Rafa. How much do I need to play to make sure I'm in match shape, but not too much so that I don't peak at the right time? So I don't think it did, but um, th- those are the things that you weigh and evaluate, and he doesn't take anything with not, uh, without a lot of pragmatism. So I'm sure the team thought long and hard about that. Third surgery on that right knee, so new territory for Roger Federer there. H- how much uh, importance do you put on the fact that he is in Boston now to, to support the Labor Cup and support Team Europe? Well, I think it speaks volumes once again. I mean, people may say, of course, he's got a motive to be there. But still, that's the type of guy that Roger is, right? That he'll still want to be there for his teammates, which Mm. which is really incredible. And as Paul said, I I think the thing about Roger Federer is with his team, he will figure out. He will want to come back at the highest level that he possibly can. But I think he will have learned from it. He won't come back unless he feels that he can play at a very acceptable level. And as we know, that's a very high level. I think he could be the X factor in Boston. He could literally, he could be the difference in this match. All right, time to enter the social net here on TC Live. How about the world of Emma Raducanu? It has changed greatly since becoming a major champion at the U.S. Open. Now uh, just, you know, hanging out with the, with the Duchess of Cambridge. Nice little event there in, uh, in England, Paul. Just, I mean, now, now a brand nice, ambassador right? for Tiffany's. I'll tell you what, it must be it's amazing what happens when you win a major. Not only win it, also qualify and win it. That was just... An amazing three weeks for her and now reaping the benefits on and off the court. This must have been a great highlight. 
And the good news is she probably doesn't have to deal with Tim Henman being around as much, which I think is great for her because he's so sarcastic. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of focus <laughs> on her winning check at the U.S. Open, but I think she is far surpassed that as we've seen the reaction since her championship win. And I, I got a feeling her agenda is very full. She's going to be cashing a lot of checks coming up uh, throughout the rest of her life. Emma Raducanu living the good life right now. Here is our schedule on Tennis Channel as we've got the day session beginning top of the hour. And then TC Live from the Labor Cup once again for an hour from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. for the night session today. Chase for the championships at 4 a.m. Eastern. And once again, TC Live coming your way at 12.30 oh. p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Look, Look at that. Ooh, nice looking Mets lefty fan. swing there. The going Mets lefty. fan at Fenway. He's not comfortable there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but he's avoiding the green monster because yeah. he's lefty. He can go to right field. That helpful. is true. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, best of the best from the first three editions of the Labor Cup. I remember calling that match with you, Paul, when Federer and Nadal played doubles for the first time in their lives. That was electric. Oh, so much fun to see them on the same court. And uh, every, every one of these, we seem to get some new nuances. So what do we have in store this weekend, gents? It's going to be fun. All right, let's talk about our first match that we've got coming up. Casper Ruud, Riley Opelka, Nolze, uh, they played recently in Cincinnati. Ruud got his 100th career win. He had more aces than Riley Opelka. How did that happen? Yeah, that was a shocker. 7-6 in the third, tough match. I mean, this is going to be a very intriguing matchup. I, I think, obviously, it starts with the serve for Riley Opelka. And I think he needs to play some attacking tennis on the return as well. Talked about it's a medium-slow court. I think it's very important for Opelka to play fairly aggressive tennis in this match. Yeah, he does. He's got to try to take the racket out of Casper Ruud's hand. You know, Riley, you, you brag about talking to Roger, so I'm going to brag about talking to Riley, okay? <laughs> so, so Riley Text actually said, yeah, in interestingly, he said, the courts are slow and gritty, and usually with a gritty court, that means a high bounce. But you said it, and he said the same thing. It's weird because it's a low bounce, which that's not great for the tall guys. So, Look for Opelka to serve big and look for him to try to hit a lot of winners or offensive returns. All right, Casper Ruud, four titles already this year. It is time to get started for the Labor Cup. There is Team World in the bowels of TD Garden. Let's go to the court for the opening ceremony in Boston. It is the Labor Cup 2021.
is now. And now, let's meet Team Europe. Leading Team Europe, he's an 11-time Grand Slam champion and the captain for Team Europe. From Sweden, please welcome the original King of Clay, Bjorn Borg. No stranger to team competition, winning two Davis Cup titles from Sweden, Vice Captain Thomas Engfist. And now let's meet the players of Team Europe. The veteran owns seven ATP singles and five doubles titles, including Roland Garros in 2016. From Spain, five-time Davis Cup champion Feliciano Lopez. The first Norwegian to ever win an ATP title, and four of them on clay this season. From Norway, it's Casper Rude. The number one Italian reached the finals at Wimbledon this summer and catapulted to number seven in the world from Italy, Matteo Berrettini. World number five won an impressive five titles last season. From Russia, Olympic gold medalist and now Mr. GQ, Andrei Rublev. A U.S. Open finalist last year, two Masters 1000 trophies and an Olympic gold medal helped him rocket to number four in the world. From Germany, Alexander Zverev. The most successful Greek player ever won his first Masters 1000 trophy this year and shot all the way to world number three from Greece, Stefanos Tsitsipas. And direct from New York, where he won his first major title at the U.S. Open. It's the number two player in the world from Russia, Daniil Medvedev. Let's hear it for Team Europe one more time. And now let's meet Team World. Leading Team World, this American is the youngest man to ever achieve the number one ranking. Seven majors on his resume. It's the legendary Team World captain, John McEnroe.
16 doubles titles, including Roland Garros from the United States, Vice Captain Patrick McEnroe. Now, let's meet the players of Team World. Four singles and 15 doubles titles, including two Wimbledons and a U.S. Open. From Lincoln, Nebraska, Olympic gold medalist Jack Sock. A big personality, an even bigger serve, and he's a massive Celtics fan. It's Australia's Nick Kyrgios. Over 13,000 aces on his resume with 16 titles from Greensboro, North Carolina. It's Georgia Bulldog John Isner. He cracked serves in the 140 mile an hour range and just cracked into the top 20. It's the number one American from Palm Coast, Florida. It's Riley Opelka. He is fresh off his first major semifinal at the U.S. Open this summer. From Canada, Felix Jose Aliasim. He grinded his way to number eight in the world and reached the semifinals at Roland Garros last year. From Argentina, Diego Schwartzman. He bolted into the top 10 last season and this year reached his first major semifinal at Wimbledon. From Canada, Denis Shapovalov. Austin, give it up for Team World. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Labor Cup is named in honor of the only man to win two calendar Grand Slams, a record that still stands 52 years later. Rod Laver competing for his second Grand Slam. You wanted to prove that you were a player that could compete in the amateur side and the open side. And Rod Laver rolls on towards the slam, towards the title, towards the $16,000 check. They're not giving you freebies. This is money's on the line every time you walk on the court. Rod has won it. He's the slammer. Grand Slam. You know, there's a lot of things happening. In, in this particular year, early in 69. 
Boston, please welcome the Rockhampton Rocket, Mr. Rod Laver. And Team World players will now join Mr. Labor for a photo to commemorate the fourth edition of Labor Cup. As the teams head to the benches, let's get ready for match number one between Team Europe's Casper Rude and Team World's Riley Opelka and the first ball of Labor Cup 2021.